Jessica, and this is ATC Presents Debak K Rambles, where a couple of friends review Korean dramas. And today, I have two very special guests with me. I have Bemi and Carol from the K Dramatics Club. Hello, ladies. How are you? Ooh. Ooh, we're good. <laughs> Hi. Thank you for having us. Yes, I'm so excited for you guys to be here. Um, we've been talking about this for what seems like a few weeks already, this show, and you guys coming on the show. Um, I think a lot of people know you guys from Instagram, from TikTok, from Clubhouse, but just in case, if you guys want to introduce yourselves really fast and maybe say what your first K-drama was, what you're currently watching, or something like that. Well, I'm Carol, and my first K-drama was First Love. It aired in 1997. I grew up in Ghana, and they showed... They showed K-dramas on our national TV, so I did that, and then I did Dejan Gum, which is very popular for everyone, too. My favorite K-dramas are Coffee Prince, Argon, Secret Forest, episode season one, <laughs> Hospital Playlist, the, the list goes on. And my favorite genres are revenge, romance, political corruption, human dramas. Ooh, so, wow. that's me. Okay, thank you. And Bemi? Hi, I'm Bemi. Um, my first K drama, I think, was it was um, the witches, not witches called. It was Am Jung and Park Sejun. Oh, uh, witches love. Came, yeah, witches love. Witches that was my that was my first K drama. Everyone else was watching Goblin. I was like, guys, I'll watch that when it finishes. I'm gonna watch Witches Love. Um, that was amazing. <laughs> I love um, my favorite genres are rom com. Copaganda and Slice of Life. If you can put all of those in together, you sold me. Everyone knows me as the romance person. If you want a good romance, you come to me and I'll give you a whole list. Um, my favorite um, dramas are Ron On, um, I Can Hear Your Voice, um, Search WW is one of my favorites as well. That's why I'm here. Um, <laughs> I can't, I can't even like name that. There's so much more I can name, but those are from the ones that's put in my head. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm so glad that there's another romance person here. I think it's kind of rare to find people like Carol, though, that love like the political ones or, you know, the ones that have a lot of moving parts to them. So I'm kind of glad <laughs> both of you guys are here because this show kind of feels like both of those genres put together. Um, so a little bit of housekeeping before we start. If this is your first time listening, please go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. And if you like us, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That goes such a long way for other listeners like you to find us. Come and check us out on social media to stay up to date in our latest episodes and reviews. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at ATC Pod. And lastly, if you're a fan, please consider becoming a patron. It's such a great way for you to get involved and show your support. You can check out the page on patreon.com slash alwayscriticpod. And I do want to give a shout out to our patrons, Curtis and Janet. I, we couldn't do this without you. You guys are great friends of the pod. Thank you so much. Okay, so we're going to get started on this show that we're going to review today, Search WWW. Um, the Asian Wiki synopsis, I'll go ahead and read it. Betami works as a director for a big web portal company. She's in her late 30s and is quite competitive. With her competitiveness, Betami enjoys success. The methods she uses to win has her wondering if she's doing the right thing with her life. Has she sacrificed too much of her personal life for success? Pak Mogon is a man in his 20s 
And as a gifted composer, he creates music for video games. Pak Mogan meets Bethami at an arcade, and he falls in love with her due to her competitive spirit. Okay, so that's basically a little bit of episode one. So this show originally aired from June to July 2019. It is 16 episodes long, and it's directed by Jung Ji-hyun. And he's directed things like, I don't know, very small show like 2521, and You Are My Spring from 2021, The King Eternal Monarch, and Mr. Sunshine. Some of these dramas are like all-time K-dramas, so he has his, had his work cut out for him in 2019. It is written by, oh sorry, it's also co-directed by Kwon Young-il, who directed Doom at Your Service, My Unfamiliar Family, and Suits. And it's written by Kwon Eun-sol. She wrote 2521. This is only... Her, this is, like, I think, her first writing credit. Is it her second one? This is her second one. Her first one was um, Search WW, and then her second one is Twenty Five Twenty One. Right. She was, she was an assistant writer to the famous Kim Eun Suk. Oh yes. Who does all the good ones so yeah she's come a long way she's come a long way that she was not necessarily a rookie writer when she did this but it was her first like solo project that she wrote um yay <laughs> so this show stars lim su jung as betami she's been in about 18 movies including finding mr destiny and i'm a cyborg but that's okay <laughs> from 2006 carol are you okay <laughs> those were but that was the first time I saw her, and they were my favorite. Like, <laughs> Finding Mr. Destiny. I was so convinced Gong Yu and her were dating, but they were like, no, we're best friends. Well, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I'm a cyborg, but that's not okay. Stars Rain as well. I always have like a thing with like, I can't say Rain. I have to say Rain. <laughs> like, it's falling on me. Okay. And she also starred in a few TV shows like Melancholia, Chicago Typewriter, Sorry I Love You from 2004 with Soji Sub. Oh my God, the memories. <laughs> that was so sad. I know. That was such a sad oh my God. I'm trying not to like think back. Okay. Anyway, she co stars with Idai, who plays Cha Hyun, and she's been about in about 18 TV shows since 2004, including The Beauty Inside and I Can Hear Your Voice. We yeah. also have, yeah, have you seen any of those? I haven't seen either one of those. The Beauty Inside and, and I Can Hear Your Voice. I Can Hear Your Voice was one of the dramas that I named um, that was one of my favorites. And that really, that I called that one, I called Lee Jung Sark the architecture of romance because that drama is just romance embodied it's amazing but it's very hybrid so if you want like a hybrid romance watch i can hear your voice it's amazing it's 18 episodes long but Ooh. i think it was um lee jung sucks breakout role in my opinion hmm yeah that was from 2013 so it sounds about right that around then he kind of started gaining more fame yeah and beauty inside is really good as well but it's a little more recent yeah beauty inside from 2018 so i saw the movie beauty inside and then a few years later they were like oh we're doing a show and i was like what (laughs) based on like the movie concept and that's exactly what it was yeah 
We also have John Hejin as Song Kakyon, and she's been in about 25 movies since the 90s, and she's been in six TV shows since 2004, including Stranger 2 and Sorry I Love I You. Love <laughs> I loved having Stranger. Yeah? She was really good, yeah. Okay, we also have the guys. We're going to round it up really fast. Jung Ki-young as Pak Mo-gun, and he's been in Now We Are Breaking Up. My roommate my is Gumiyo. You love him? <laughs> my love. I love him. Oh, we'll talk about him. We also I, have... could get, I could get into a hole, but <sighs> let's carry on. <laughs> we'll get into it. Don't worry. We also have Lee Jae-wook as Seo Ji-hwan. My other love. Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> My other love. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm so happy. No, I'm so happy for him right now and get all of his love from Alchemy. But yeah, Cameron, yes, sorry, just I know. I'm obsessed with Alchemy of Souls too and his role in that. So I'm really excited that he's getting the credit, the notoriety that he deserves. And then to round it out, we have... And he's so young. He is so He's like 20-something years old, 24 or something. Yeah, he's young. And then we also have Ji Sung Hyun playing Ojinu, and he's been in about 13 movies my and 22. Oh, you you do? Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. He's, me. No, he's so. a, he's a really good actor. He's, he's been in Why Her, Jiri San. But he always plays a good uh, you... husband and a good man. Except for Why Her. Why Her? Oh god. Oh, you don't even. I can't even start on Why Her. But yeah. But Ooh. yeah, he's really good, and he's a great actor. Oh, okay. So I think that comes to the end of the cast that I wanted to talk about. So what did you guys think of Search WWW? Where do I start? <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. I, you, you can ask anyone. I've watched Search WWW like eight times. It's my comfort drama. I, whenever I fall down, I go and watch it. Like, I love the, the... A lot of people are a bit skeptical, but I love the romance between Beitami and Pak Morgan. I thought it was more realistic. Yeah, they were kind of irritating towards the end with the... Oh, no, these are the... Oh, that's a good bit of story. But yeah, they were more irritating towards the end, but I really loved, like, them and their love. And I kind of loved how Pak Morgan always fought for them, even though Beitami was a bit, like on like reserved and she wasn't so sure especially with the age gap and her trying to like bring the company up and make it number one but i thought it was amazing and then like all the relationships in it was really cool like every single man in that drama loved the female lead that they were that they were with like amazing chemistry all the way around like Lee Dahi and Lee J Rock I'm sorry I did not know that when he filmed that he was like 20 and I thought he was like he was like my age like 27 or something I was like he's 20 but him and Lee Dahi had like so much chemistry but yeah amazing mm. okay so you like the romance part of the show pretty much yeah, and the other stuff and the other stuff. and the other stuff okay so the workplace stuff kind of yeah made you feel good. okay okay Carol same thing. I loved the drama. It's fantastic writing. I couldn't believe it was her first drama. I loved the whole conversation about the internet and rights and what we should we should push forward and what we should downplay and should we be doing that? That whole ethical conversation was fascinating to me. Um, all three women were strong leads and they were amazing in their roles. I love that we we don't get the male lead Park Mogan in like the first five minutes. I feel like we saw him at the end 
of the episode, which we lost five minutes. <laughs> exactly, which signaled to me that this drama was really about the relationship between the women, and we had competition, friendship, love and hate between them. It was a well-rounded friendship, in my opinion. So fantastic drama, A plus all around for me. Okay. So those are your general thoughts on it. I'm going to come in swinging because I did not like this drama. (laughs) So I did not like this drama because I felt that large portions of it were extremely boring. And I felt like (laughs) Femi said this, but like the main (laughs) romance was kind of frustrating and I'm one if that kind see of Kyle in a nice face right now after Jessica just said that oh my god <laughs> yeah so I found the main romance kind of grating after a while and it just didn't thrill me um I feel so bad saying this but uh yeah it just a, a lot of the workplace stuff, I'm not fan, a fan of workplace dramas, and it truly was annoying. I like the high concept ethics, ethical quandaries that the show covers, but at the same time, I'm like, this is really boring. Like, I'm not invested at all in the competition between the oh two search God. engines. And I, I feel so bad in saying this because I know that some of the writing is very good, a lot of the dialogue is very good. And there is an overarching question of like, what does it mean to age? Like, what does it mean to, uh, what is censorship versus management of the internet? And all this stuff is really high concept, but I feel like when I'm watching it, I do not give a shit. (laughs) I have a question, Jessica. Are we we on the spoiler section yet? We're not not on the spoiler section yet, but if you want, we can break for spoilers. Okay. Okay, so before we get into spoilers, what would you give the show out of five soldier bottles? I'm scared to get my weight in now. <laughs> <laughs> go, go right ahead, it's fine. Okay, I would give it a four sojus out of five. Okay, four to five soldier bottles. Carol? I would give it a 4.5 sojus out of five. And the good soju too. The ones in the blue bottles. The good (laughs) soju that they're drinking now. The ones you know like the new bottles that that everyone has, like the blue ones. Those are the ones I will give it. Okay, so I'm gonna give it three three soju bottles out of five. Okay, that's good. It's like you didn't hate right in the middle. No, just because you didn't hate it. Three is high. I think you were going to give it like a two or 2.5. Three is high. No, you loved it. You loved three it. is like it's a fine. C. To me, that's like a, you get a C. Your average. A three is a C? Wow, you would not like my ratings. <laughs> Everyone has slightly different ratings, but it's okay. We're Just hold on. We're going to get into spoilers right after this. You want to come in? So we're on the other side of spoilers, and I think I've totally shocked Carol and Bemi. Um, where do you want to start, ladies? Okay, I there's always with Search WW. I've always had this like this thought in my head that it was originally meant to be. Uh, do you guys know what BLGL is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What's that? 
for those that don't know. Okay, so BL is like boys love. So it's a lot of, it's very big in um, Thailand and like Japan. And Korea has a couple boy loves. I could give you a whole list. It's really great. But I always thought that Beta Me and, um, sorry guys. (laughs) Beta Me, um, Chahun and Song Kaeyoung were in a love triangle. Yes. I've always always thought that. Okay, so let's talk about this. Because I consider the way that they portrayed this relationship between the three ladies, and especially Chahyun with Kakyung, queer baiting. Because I find it way more believable that they loved each other or had feelings for each other ever since they were in high school and they had all these flashbacks and Cha Hyung was kind of more on the masculine side in terms of she loved to do judo she was the one like taking Ka Kyung out of the way of like yeah. uh, motorcyclists and st- things like that she was very assertive and it just seemed like there was something there and the, the drama never addresses that and they never yeah. go into okay. any detail. <laughs> so to me, I'm like, okay, okay so yes. it feels like queer baiting because there is a lot of to go off of here. And there's a lot to go off of Chahyon and Betami as well. Yeah. I can I can actually understand where you would think it's like queer baiting. But I also think like when I look at dramas and how they portray friendship especially female friendship and especially adolescent female friendships i don't see queer baiting i see i can see how you can see that but i always i always see like um an ani and a dongseng and like she thought this woman was amazing and then if we did look at it in a western point of view that would look like oh she was in love with her like this person was who she was in love with and then it just kind of fizzled out because they went separate directions but even when like you see further on into the show when like oh um Song Kaeyoung thought that she was the reason why Chang-hun didn't um get to become become um like a judo athlete was mm-hmm. because she hurt her arm and that I'm not gonna that did scream romance to me that did scream heavy romantic <laughs> right um subplot and I and oh my god there's another scene where they they even do the stereotypical like falls in her arm yes and I was like, hold on hold on where are we going with this because you cannot do like a stereotypical k-drama trope with two women and then have one married and one with this younger guy it, it just didn't make sense i was upset about it because i you can sense the chemistry between these ladies 100 and you're like okay yeah like I want to see more or just like I want them to lean into it and they don't like that maybe they just had so much chemistry together that like yeah like there was no other way they could play it like they just had so much chemistry there was no other way they could play it so it was a bit of oh um yes it could be queer based but it could also be like a Korean reflection on friendship and friendship with women and friendship with adolescent women as well so it was very Mm -hmm. how you look at how you look at it and how what your perceptions are, but I I have to agree with Jessica and I think it was a bit of queer baiting. Yeah. What do you think? I Carol? agree to I agree to an extent because at first when they were in school, I saw it as she adored Song Kagyong's character. And it was it reminded me of my high school where I've seen things like that. Cause I went to a boarding school and yes it was mixed, but when you're in your dorm room, you're with the same sex. Mm-hmm. So 
I do see juniors who adore their seniors and their seniors really take on like a school mom mentality where they take care of them and they protect them from bullies, etc. Mm-hmm. And I found that with the two ladies, they were bouncing off of each other, playing mom or playing protector mm-hmm. yeah. and playing um, child between themselves at different scenes. And I do agree it was a little bit queer baby once they became older because you see Idai's character who is super strong and um, very assertive, but anytime she's in front of her sunbae, she can't say anything. Like she hardly says anything and it almost feels like she turns into butter. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It Those was my thoughts on that section. How a guy, no, how a, how a woman b- behaves with a guy that she fancies. Like we see all the time. Like look at like what's wrong with Kitabi Kim when they finally get together and they be and they all ha 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 he he he. Like it's very it was very stereotypical. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm. But I'm glad so... everyone else is opening their eyes. <laughs> Um, I think we can talk about the main romance between Beatami and Pak Mugan, if you guys are ready, because I really did like their meet cute. You know, him beating her at, in the arcade with the Tekken fighting game, and she's very hubristic and conceited. She thinks she knows it all. And so him beating her catches her off guard and catches her attention. So, the, and then, of course, he looks like a model. Yeah, well, he is a model. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's a model. Yeah. yeah, so then they start, the, they have this one night stand. She's super embarrassed. And he, you know, at some point, she, she, her relationship with him gets him fired from the job at Unicon. And it's just from there on, it's just a little bit of like herky jerky with the relationship. And there's a lot of stop and go mm-hmm. in K drama relationships. That's a given. But in this case, she was never, I felt like she was never truly invested in their relationship and gave it her all. I actually agree with that. I actually agree with that. So that was very I do think frustrating. Absolutely. I think that what happened with Beta Me is one, we're dealing with someone who is 38 who love never really happened for her. Her last serious relationship was with character who made a cameo and he's getting married i know and um and she has sort of just given up on love and is going after her career she wants to be acknowledged respected and also beat her song gak young and i feel like that was her focus love was not a thing it was not something in the cards for her so i felt like to the end she was always fighting and not understanding why he was sticking around it was very annoying and it really puts the work for the relationship to work out on just him as opposed to her i do have to respect him for sort of not putting her in her place, but challenging her and challenging her thoughts and sometimes even playing hard to get. 
do you want me? What are you saying? Like, say it out loud. And are we doing this now? Or are we just doing this and you're going to dump me tomorrow? Because I'm not that kind of guy. I think his assertiveness also scared her because he was very young. Yes. But he also knew what he wanted and he knew he wanted her. And he knew, like, exactly from the get-go, she said, I'm not looking for marriage. I'm not looking for kids. And he was like, "Mm, I'm going to change your mind. And she was like, "Mm, no, you're not. And I still think he didn't. Like, I honestly think there... I actually think there were a couple... You know when you think that couples don't last after, like, the curtain closes, the credits roll? But mm-hmm. I think they lasted. I just don't think... that. I think they probably had, like, one child and maybe another adopted <laughs> one. But I don't think... You are um, so optimistic about them because I had the opposite reaction to her saying that she didn't want children and she didn't want... a. Uh, marriage in particular she was like i don't want to get married and that's something that i've decided I don't see them on. married though well as soon as he said i do want to get married and she said i didn't want to get married in my mind i was like disaster they're never gonna <laughs> they're never gonna see eye to eye because i feel kind of the same way about certain things where i'm like you can't change my mind at this point and even if you are yeah. 10 years younger than me and you're full of promise and you're very optimistic and you want to get married that's like a fundamental difference between two people and if one person wants kids and the other person doesn't want kids she's absolutely right that someone is going to be miserable giving up on their principles that's true so i was very much you know baffled that she even though she couldn't help but um go back to him like him and all this stuff she was kind of stupid to stay with him and he more than anything was stupid to stay with her exactly because i feel like he should if she's not going to compromise Mm. and it's also kind of foolhardy and Mm. very egotistical of him Mm -hmm. to think that he can change her mind in some way but i don't think she would have ever been swayed though i don't think she would have been swayed i think in the end they decided that okay we love each other enough to try and figure out and define something that works for both of us. Mm. But I think after doing all of those up and downs, you have to be like, okay, we're either together or not together. Like, like simple as that. And I think, I, in my in my opinion, they left it very open ended for us to like think about these things, discuss and talk, and like think, oh, would they have ended up together? Would they have gotten married? I personally don't think they would have gotten married. So, guys, it's boiling in here i might have to put the heat and um, the fan on but um i personally don't think they would have gotten married i think maybe they would have had a child or adopted but i, I think the marriage thing would have been a, like a no but i think they would have lasted for a while but that's just my opinion Carol. You know, i would like to bring our minds briefly to the ending of crash landing on you mm. oh and the whole God. And the whole long distance oh. we're together in Switzerland for two weeks, they figured out how they figured out how their relationship could work for them. Okay, Why but can't Carol, you accept? He left North Korea. Of course, they were no, going to try he, and make it work. No, he didn't. He didn't leave yeah, North Korea. He didn't. I swear he did. It, I no, he didn't. I was watching. I was watching an alternative ending then because. <laughs> I definitely saw him playing the piano in Switzerland. I took that as he left North Korea. Oh, no, baby. No. <laughs> no. What? Yo. He no. did not leave Korea. He was, I, I he they, was doing thought, two weeks. 
I thought they both moved to Switzerland. No. No. <laughs> they did not. What? Exactly. That, they were doing a long distance marriage. Only two oh, weeks not, or something ew. together every year every <laughs> year or so, every three years. No way. Yes. No, guys, you've yes. blown my mind. What was I watching? Was that a to- <laughs> that was like a total misreading of the ending of Crash Landing on you I've ever seen. I've never seen such a thing. I thought they both moved to Switzerland and lived no. in Switzerland together. No. No. They were doing long no, distance? Yes. In the yes. same country? Yeah, well, okay, I know it's quite no. hard. Yeah. <sighs> okay, well. They were making Okay, back to Search WW, because that's a, that's a whole different topic. Oh, my but, God. Wow. You opened up a can of worms with that one, <laughs> Femi. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm not saying that uh, he isn't a catch, like, because he is. And I kind of particularly really like that moment in episode five where he finds her and takes her back to his house, which like doubles as the company office and everything is super clean. He gives her comfy PJs, tells her where to find face wash, toner, moisturizer, shampoo, conditioner, gives her a towel, a new toothbrush. Red flag. I was like, these are, what? That's a red flag for you? Okay, I can see where Carol. Carol's coming from because no, because why does he have all those women products in his house when all the people oh, that work see, for him are I men? So I didn't take that as women products. I thought I thought that th- those were his products because he is very he does take care of himself. Like even when they're in that hotel room together, no, but he's like he's got all those products. His friend was like, "Oh, you're doing the chasing now. You're not." No, yeah, not he's definitely chased. had a a past as a player. And I'm not negating that, but I honestly, in my mind, never thought that the products and shampoo and conditioner that were in his house were female products. I just thought they were hit, like his stuff that she could I, use. I, I, I will say I'm just saying toxic because I know people always say toxic or red flag. But I, when I'm looking at the society in South Korea and how everyone is really into their skincare mm-hmm. and their looks and, and everything. I'm not surprised he had all of that. I am surprised at how clean his place was, mm. especially with his his friends slash co-workers who would smoke. And like, I expected to see more tussle, but you know, hey, he had that to be was, a perfect man. So That was something that they kind of set up for him as a, that was like part of his personality was to be like a clean freak and he would go over to her house and he would clean and then she he would like bother her about the fact that she doesn't take showers and stuff (laughs) it was very uh, one thing i loved about them was how like the roles were reversed like like she was a stereotypical like male lead and he was a stereotypical female lead but he was still chasing her like if it was like another drama she would be um he would still chase her in like a stereotypical like romantic drama. The only thing they would they swapped was like their archetypes and like their characteristics, mm-hmm. which I really loved. Me too. I think that was for like all of the characters as well, especially the um, husband and wife. I I think they were one of my favorite couples. Oh, my, Jessica. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so you like? Okay. So you like? Okay, wait. Um, can I explain myself? Yes. Explain go for myself? it. Go for okay. it. I am a sucker for I for men falling very hard very quickly and like dedicating their life to their wives and their girlfriends. I love that trope. 
I'm sorry, guys. Wait, isn't that? But you're, but you're, talk, you're talking about Song Kak Young and her husband. Yeah, call me, call me toxic. Call me taking feminism back. But <laughs> when he, when he like paid that guy to put Beethoven's name at the top, I was like, wait, hold on, hold on. That's a good man. Like I want someone okay. to oh, fight for my. Oh Lord, <laughs> let me step in. Let me step in here. So I know Jessica. This relationship <laughs> is the worst relationship I've ever seen because Song Kak Young. Has been in a okay. co- in a contract marriage. Okay, but guys, remember in the in For- when they went to the Buddhist place when that guy dies. Yeah, and that woman is bad mouthing her husband, and she slaps that woman, and she's like, "Look at you, you you disrespected your god for this. You can talk about me, but you can't talk about my husband." I was like, "Okay, okay." Yeah. And then when they were at the racetrack. Okay, yeah. guys, come on. Okay, no. Come on. No, I can't get behind it. I can't get behind this marriage. No, if you think about it as like an overall thing. So here's my thing, right? Is that they get married. They're obviously not in love. It's just a marriage of convenience. And <laughs> hold on, hold on. So at first they were talking about, you know, their first 10 years of marriage. They've been married for like a decade. And that we're not they were like why did we share a room when we and share a bed when we first started out and when we first started this marriage and she was like i guess it was just to you know keep up appearances and to try and like make it work and obviously it never does work they say they were having separate lives and she barely goes to him for any help he barely ever goes to her for any help and i think what's the worst part about their relationship is that he Let's his mother treat her like shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. For yeah, a yeah, decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I'm not gonna lie, when you look at how like in the dramas, I'm sorry, I'm losing so many fillers, but when you look at in the dramas and how moms and sons are, I'm not surprised. Like it, it, unacceptable. it it's unacceptable. Me and Carol on the it's same page. It's unacceptable, but it, I'm unacceptable. not surprised. Carol, look at Coffee Prince. Look at oh, Coffee Prince. How I, I told you, I'm not and watching Coffee Prince. I told you this. No, already. no, 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 no. Okay, whatever. But I'm telling you, when she was being mistreated mm-hmm. by Grandma, and whether his mom said something, he always stepped in and said, "Hey, like that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Speak to me." In Search WW, he could have done the same. Okay, but we're not. He well, never like he didn't stood up do for her. other stuff for her. No, guys, you're not going to make no, him back down. He did no, other stuff no. for her. No, guys. No, 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 no. Okay. Not back down. He did other stuff for her, but those were also unethical. Mm. Oh, unethical. Schmeckle. What's ethics? Okay. <laughs> what is ethics? Baby. What case are you watching? You? And you're like, oh, ethics. I'm gonna think about the ethics of this. Come on, guys. I'm sorry. That's why you like melancholia. This is like the t- most toxic relationship. Like he's doing unethical things, illegal things behind her back and to so save was her. She. They're unethical together. There. That doesn't make a good, healthy relationship. It doesn't make oh. mean that they should end up together or stay okay. married. I think that the biggest sin for him was me and Carol were on the same page, we're on the same wavelength here. It was her relationship with his mother was so toxic, and he did absolutely nothing yeah. about it for ten years. Exactly. Any time he, he stood up for her was when it was when it was her parents. Those yeah, and then like. and, ugh, yeah, his like weird relationship with the parents because he wants them to like her, wants them to like him, but then he's like, they're 
Yeah. They're indebted to him. Yeah. So they have no choice but to Her parents were awful, him. too. Her parents were They're terrible. True. They, they basically sold her they off. They gave her up. Yeah. Exactly. For money. Exactly. I it's can't. Not, it was not. A, this was no, not. No, <laughs> What's sad, what's us. even more sad about the relationship is that despite all this, he actually caught feelings for her. No, he God. did. That was a he sad thing. He, he always liked her. No, where are you getting this from that he always Guys, liked? I've watched this drama eight times. He liked her from the beginning. He's always liked her from the beginning. Then why he was he cheating on her like, and showing he wasn't him back? Show- what are you talking about? Yes, oh he was. God. No, Jessica, go back and watch it. He wasn't, so you're saying it was fake cheating? It. Fake yes, cheating for he her. Want, he wanted her to see, like, he wanted her to think that she didn't like him. Like, he set up those pictures. He, they even said so that he set up those pictures. I thought that so was just reason, okay. some of the time he was no, intentionally both, creating, you know, fuel for her divorce later on. Yeah, that's what he was exactly. doing. But not he that he stupid. was a saint the entire 10 years of their marriage. I don't think he was a saint the entire 10 years of a marriage. And I wouldn't call what they're like him. If he stepped out, stepped, I'm putting quotation marks and stepped out, then that's fine because they both did it. It wasn't like she loved him back. Like, you're not going to love someone for so long and then like have all of these other feelings and all of these other desires. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, just to put your whole into one person for like, they were married for like, what, many 20 years, I think? It was 10 years. They were married. Yeah. Yeah, for 10, 10 years. years. They were married for a very long time. So like... I wouldn't be surprised because she was seeing that really good looking escort boy that turned out to be an actor. Yeah, he's somebody else too. Oh like, God. what's his name? Oh my God. He was in he a was Record in a of Youth. Dramas. And yeah, he was, he's somebody now. But I can't believe you have such a, an opinion about this marriage. Carol's shaking her head. She's like, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I've, I've never I, said I, this I, out loud, but I thought I might as well say it now because. Mm. <laughs> I. Uh... Yeah, I'm reeling. Okay. I'm reeling. Speaking of another time that I was reeling, though, the Idonguk cameo in episode seven. What the <laughs> hell? What the hell? I thought he was gonna have a bigger role. I was, I was waiting for him. I was like, yeah, he's gonna be like the other guy chasing her. No. So no. here's the thing: if she said no to marrying Idonguk, there is no way that she's gonna say yes to marrying this little 28 year old dude. It's not happening. Hang on a minute. Okay, no, no, not too no, much. no, 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 not no, no, too much. Much. no, way. Not Jessica. too much in Park Morgan. Come on now, <laughs> not too much. Park Morgan is fine. Okay, I really, I, I think like as a male lead, I personally love it when people make me uncomfortable and make me think about why I'm choosing to do what I do. Mm. And then challenge my thoughts. And I feel like he really did that for Petami. Mm. And and so I really enjoyed him as a male romantic lead. Same with EJ Wook's character. He did the same thing in terms of uh, really pushing the boundaries. And oh my gosh, Jessica, that acting scene where they're practicing stop it wait okay so i want to leave everything for ej luke and like uh we'll talk about him and and chahyun in in a second but what would you say was your because you really like um you know the male lead what was your favorite part with him in it everything (laughs) (laughs) baby 
everything. Bevy says everything. Um, I loved that. Ooh, that scene in the elevator when he's like, "Should I go? Should I not go?" Stop. That was a good and scene. And then though. he. That was a good scene. Oh, oh, and then they go into her apartment and. She's about to kiss him and he's like, are you going to dump me tomorrow? I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ask her. Um, the and office then scene I... where they kiss with <gasps> the coffee. <gasps> that's, that, also, that... that's also one of my favorite K-drama kisses. Sex. That was pure sex right yes. there. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. It was so okay. good. Um, not to segue out of this, but he has amazing kissing scenes. The one in um, oh, what was the Ru- one? Is the it Roommate that... Is a Gubio? No, because no, that one had a one really was, fire um, kissing too. Of the the song song couple were divorced now, but um, oh, what's her name? Song here? Yeah, Song Hye Kyo. Yeah, oh, they have they the... have like three kisses in like the now, first two episodes. And now we're like, breaking up. Oh, yeah, now, now we're, we're breaking, breaking up. up. He has amazing kissing scenes. Yeah, he's a good he he's a good the kisser. Go- yeah. The Gumiho one was the in his <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like I didn't finish Gumiho. I didn't like that. I think I got It wasn't stacked. Up. I got 15 out of 16 episodes through and then I dropped it. So I should oh, finish it cuz I'm very episode, close yeah. to finishing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a savage. Um <laughs> one thing that I didn't like about his character is the abandonment trope and the whole adoption uh trauma that he has with his mother and like that relationship she dies she dies tragically before like she can really reconcile with him in any meaningful way even though they had contact before that was (laughs) buck wild to me i'm not good i i didn't i i kind of didn't care about her death because she had saved him as a student and i was like oh okay yeah i don't that was a blow and then they had a yeah and then they had like and he was like so happy to meet her like loved the conversation and she got a call from her um his brother her other son Mm -hmm. and it and she had like my like my son Mm -hmm. or like Mm -hmm. and then he caught like he wanted this like he looked so happy like oh what what did you have me saved as Mm -hmm. and then he saw it was like oh okay cool and then from then i was like oh and even when they met at the when him and baitami were like shopping and then she saw each other even then it was kind of like it wasn't very, and I, she didn't have to be a mother to him. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't have to be caring or anything. But like it was just very guarded. So I would, I didn't really mm-hmm. care for. Like I didn't really care that she had died. So here's my major complaint about this trope in this drama is that it's mainly a female centric story about the three ladies going back and forth in the workplace and outside of the workplace, and then you branch off into their various romantic interests as well. So it's really about them. That storyline made it seem like it was all about him all of a sudden. Like, why is Jung Kyung getting so much play all of a sudden with this backstory? And it just seems so manufactured and out of pocket for the drama to go in that direction and have him experience such loss and have her try and fix this trauma that he has, which she does a terrible job of. Like, all she does is really (laughs) accompany him to the funeral. And really make sure that... Do you think that was purposeful? I don't know why they would do it. Like, they had broken up. And it was a bad breakup, obviously, because they still love each other. But they know that they have differing views on life. On what they want out of life. Which, great reason to break up, right? Valid reason to break up. And still, she shows up for him. And makes him pay his respects to his mother at the funeral hall. 
and she yeah. lies very easily. Throughout the show, she's lying very easily. And she lies to his stepfather, so to speak, and his half-brother saying, oh, yeah, he was. They, we were students of hers, and we just came to pay our respects. And it, I guess it was meant to be as a kindness, and he does thank her for basically her strength in that moment because he was a, a wreck, as he should be. But ultimately, it didn't feel sincere or genuine enough in the context of the of the whole plot and the whole like thesis of yeah. the show. And I found it really grating. I, I agree with you. I think that's one of the things that pissed me off about Betami is this guy is waiting for you to claim him in front of yes. everybody else. Yes. Like make it. Make it Facebook official. Mm-hmm. Make it Instagram official. Yes. And she never she did. She never does. She didn't get the significance of it. N- no, she didn't. Which get is the also bizarre to me. Like, why wouldn't she well, get? I thought that. that that was her characteristic. She didn't do it with any other guy. Exactly. Why she have to do it with him? Like, I understand that he was supposed to be special, but I don't think, and like special and different. But I don't think that would have changed her characteristic and who she was. I don't think he. I don't think he could change her like that. I understand that, but I'm also of the viewpoint that when you love someone, mm-hmm. you show up for the one important thing. Mm-hmm. So she showed up for the funeral, right. thank God. <laughs> uh, she tried to show up for his real birthday or fake birthday. Mm-hmm. And I think she took care of him when he was sick, something like that once. Mm-hmm. But more so, ultimately, you know what will make this person happy Mm -hmm. and you just refuse to participate if i don't want to have babies that's fine i don't want to have babies but if this person wants me to accept him as my person why was that so hard for her to just hey like yeah you're you're my guy Mm -hmm. but then get all huffy and puffy when that YouTuber is like, mm, oh, mm. Op- oppa. And then you're like, oh, yeah. okay. Exactly. Well. She got jealous for no reason because she wasn't giving as much as he was in the relationship. And that is so harsh of her to do. Like, she should know better at 38 years old that there's exactly. some things that your partner needs, some validation that exactly. your partner needs. And she was never giving him that. Yeah. Well, her priority has always been her work even when they casted her out she her priority was to make um the salsa be i completely forgot but it was always to make them and beat her old company and make them number one so that was always going to be her priority and then he would always be second and i think deep down he knew he would never be number one in her heart and mm-hmm. i think after a while he was like okay with that as long as like she still comes back to me it's fine I don't. Yeah. I. I just think it's such a problem. Yeah. Their whole. Like, I don't. I just. For me. But I also don't think she needs to. I don't think she should like change herself just because of this one guy. I know, like, yeah, love is love, but like, these. He. He came later on. She had always had work first. Work was always there for her. Just because this guy comes, he claims he loves her, does not mean she has to like stop everything and change who she is and change her priorities. Just I agree. Bemi, I agree with you, but at the same time, the priorities for each of them is so skewed, it's not going to work because there won't be equity within the relationship. So he's giving exactly. 110% and she's giving, what, 
40 percent 30 30 not even you guys you guys are making me change my mind on so much I'm like, <laughs> but I'm i like, think my head <laughs> yeah <laughs> carol's like oh well um i think that in episode 16 it was such a tone deaf ending for the two of them because you know she's caught up about the relationship ending she's shown drinking an obscene gulp of whiskey and then she flashes back to a time when she was watching TV with him and they were happy. And she drunk calls him saying, I can't live without you. I don't believe her for a second. They didn't establish, I don't think they established them at all well enough you as a couple. You think it was alcohol talking? Yeah, I, I do. Because they did not have such a great relationship shown on screen to us. They didn't establish them well enough as a couple. They barely showed any good times between them. And most importantly, I didn't buy her love for him at all based on like our conversation so far. And I think that she acted, acted like personally that actress. Um, what's her name? <clears throat> Lim Soo Jung. I think she acted oh, terribly to, throughout the relationship to the point where I thought they didn't really have chemistry. Like he was doing all of the heavy lifting there in terms of selling their love and compatibility. And she just always had this blank look on her face. No smile ever reached her, her eyes. She just looked so bland and lifeless. So why would I believe her when she says she can't live without him? It all looks the same to me. I think okay. that's just her face. Cause I watched okay. her other dramas and she does that. In it's that annoying. other Luna drama she was in, so yeah, yeah, I, I, think, I don't. I think like that's it. her face. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna take a break from love and go into the work sphere, which has a lot of airtime in this drama. Um, did you like, un- not like, but did you find it interesting when they were talking about things like management versus censorship? I and- skipped some of it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Wow, Bemi. I skipped some of it. Um, I no. I, I loved it in the beginning. I was like, yeah, go on women empowerment. Yeah, censorship. Like, no, like tell us the real time searches. Don't squander them. Don't fall for the politicians. And then it got a little bit too much down for me. I said, Mm-mm. yeah, the trending searches no. conversation. Like, I could have just yeah. had it the, two times the, and walked away. They had it fifty million times. The politician the things. I said, mm, get a bit too much Jang. Let's let's read it back. Get mm-hmm. back to romance. Mm-hmm. Get back to the nice work life. Get back to the sisterly bonds that my girls were creating. I don't care for anything else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think, think that I, I would have liked now that you say it's maybe the, the plots went on on that end went for too long. Mm-hmm. I think I would have liked it if it were like, attorney Uyong. Uyong Wu right now okay. with every episode you have a challenge. Okay. So I, kind of more I, episodic. I love. Mm. Exactly. More like I an anthology. The, yeah, I love the um, management versus censorship. I would have loved to see something, especially on malicious comments. Mm, okay. Okay. And how companies take ownership of that. I would have loved to see something on um, referencing, especially on social media, the way people use you know that tiktok voice send it to instagram all of a sudden it's an original sound they made (laughs) without any credit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know stuff like that that is happening it was very timely because the u.s was also talking about that um the real-time search congress Mm. yeah Mm. yeah there was a lot of um 
There was also that, uh, you know, trigger warning to suicide storyline with that um, host bar worker actor who, you know, tried to commit suicide after his scandal broke and he was trending. So I think that that was kind of a little bit too heavy for the sh- I don't for, I don't know if it's too heavy is the right word. I but... felt like it was just a pl- it was just a plot device in my in mm. my opinion. It was a plot it was a throwaway plot device. I know and that that's a very serious to extend someone else's story mm. and it was like okay, yeah, we do come back to him and like yeah, the husband like gives him a role because he thinks that the wife loves him but she really t- she doesn't. But it was very um I don't think it was useful to the plot. Mm. I think they could have they could have done that but not added the suicide and it still would have worked yeah I I can agree with that I just feel like it was a little bit insensitive of them and even though she is cut up about it it just is like we never see it again it really doesn't come up again later in the show Um, her boss uh, you know taking away her right to press charges against essentially um, what's her face's husband who ends up like paying for her name to be trending and that whole thing the company taking the company's side versus the employee's side i felt was very important and i like that story the most i would feel because it does come back to bite the ceo brian Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. shutting down her opportunity to to seek justice and the keyword fraud that was a pretty good part i would say that the part about the webtoon artists could have been juicier yeah yeah it could have it could have that could have been yeah it could have been something because the asshole webtoon cartoonist belittled the marketing girl who used to be the barista and he said like yeah he was saying things like she has no experience couldn't even afford a nice bag clothes why would she pitch me a promo and you just want to punch the guy in the face right because he hurts her so deeply and that scene of her crying on the bus later clutching the purse that Betami gave her was so impactful and moving to me that I feel like that is also something that we could have explored where the less experienced people on the team had more troubles or had to deal with more stuff than Betami and Chahyun did because they're you know they've been in that industry for so long they don't have those issues so something about that that I really connected with. The cancel culture and Unicorn sticking with the problematic cartoonist. That was, yes. you know, the cartoonist stuff was kind of good, but I think they could have gone further with it. With the conversation around, you know, would you rather recruit the outright asshole webtoon cartoonist, the one who's a liar and a criminal, than the whiny guy with less popularity but the moral high ground? And Betami was going to go with the first option. She was like, well, let's get the guy with the most views. I don't care what he believes in. I don't care that he hit somebody. I don't care that he is a criminal. I don't care that he's an asshole. And I'm like, wrong, 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 wrong. In my opinion, that was, I totally disagreed with her. I, I disagree with her, too. I think Betami's character was very much results. Let's do whatever we can mm. to get there without completely breaking the law. And that's why Idai's character was there to check her and be like, no, that's not right. We're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why they fought a lot. I like that relationship, too, because I think that Betani's character is not used to being challenged. Mm. 
And so here she has to learn to work with other people. Even the flashbacks of her in high school, she was quite the loner, loner doing her own thing as opposed to having to build relationships and work in a team and all of that. She's very much, I'm on my own. I'm going to make it happen mm-hmm. and no one can say anything because I show results. Right. See, I do like that aspect of her personality, but I, in practice, it made you hate her. It made you dislike I, the I lead. I didn't hate her. I didn't dislike her. I, I, underst- I could understand why she was doing all those things. And I feel like not to be one of them people, but if she was a guy, people wouldn't have had that much of a strong opinion. They would have been, oh, she's doing this for the work. She's doing this for the job, not for herself. I think when we look at it, where we see, oh, she's a woman, she does, she could, why is she being so strong? Why is she focusing on work so much? Why is she doing this? But I don't think that she would have been that bad. But that's just my opinion, because I can see Jessica shaking her head. I can see where you're coming from, because I do believe there is a double standard with women being very assertive and commanding and independent in corporate spheres, having this perception of them that they're a bitch or they can't do their job or people hating on them because of their personality traits that in a man no one complains about however in the context of this that's not why i hate her i hate her because she's making unethical decisions against like the good like the black and white like this guy's an asshole why are you hiring him you know it's he's actively he's he's actively antagonized your team member why like are you so going? I, I, you I know? hated him, yeah. But so that's my like, issue with it. I I just don't think that she was thinking as like a business mindset. And even in business, even the bad guys win. So it's not like what she was doing wasn't like realistic. In business, someone would have done that. They would have sided with the abuser. It happens all the time. So I like didn't see that as like, oh, that makes her like a bad person or like she was annoying. So coming back in to the conversation at Borrow, I think the last thing that I want to say is that the diversity at Borrow was an issue for me because that was a huge part of what made Borrow and Unicorn different was when they went to Borrow, There was all of this representation, POC, black people, people speaking English, different languages, and it just seemed like a really great, fun place full of diversity. Later on in the show, they do not come back to that. Everybody you meet is Korean. It's very homogenous in the workplace, and I felt that that was such a miss for the show because you had this like Google-esque borrow and a very militant plain sort of unicorn environment where everything is gray no color was black though and i did think i was like wow okay yeah true true the um representative from the u.s for unicorn was black but i would say that borrow ended up looking like a mecca for diversity over in korea and they do not pick up that at all the rest of the show and that was terrible to me i found that so grating <laughs> look at you bringing down my rating for this <laughs> for this show <laughs> no because jessica you've opened my eyes it's still one of my oh favorites my but you've opened my mind <laughs> okay it's um you have a very valid point it felt like but i will say that anytime they were in the cafeteria or 
um, out in the hallway, you saw that diversity. Mm. Maybe the marketing team or whichever team that was, was just, just happened to be Korean. Mm-hmm. I do think that they had diversity in that they had more women on the team than guys. Mm-hmm. That's one. And then two, they had diverse backgrounds and education. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I mean, now that I'm thinking of it, it's not the most accurate, but it was still there. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I, it, was um... another, it was another plot device, but it was more like mise-en-scene to show that how different they are, but they didn't actively they are... use those differences. Mm-hmm. They were just there like, oh, let's exactly. just sprinkle that in. Like, oh, wow, we're so different. We're not like unicorn. We're like more fun. The hip cool mom like in mean girls mm-hmm. <laughs> cool mom, i like did in not <laughs> you know what i didn't like forcing english names oh Ooh. yeah oh my god as Ooh. i did as someone who grew like up that. with a nigerian name and people always asking me to shorten it and i was like my name's already shortened you can't shorten <laughs> it anymore from bemi sala to bemi what else do you want me to go from people asking what's your english name i just thought that was very Mm. Ew, but I also understand it's a homogenous country and they don't like face that like I would have faced that over here. So having the yeah. English name something cool and unique over there, and I was like, no, it's not. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. I didn't like that. It was, I think, a way of putting everyone on the same playing field because they would just call each other by their English names versus... What are oh, some of the, the hierarchy? Their hierarchy, like okay. oh, a director, mm. oh, CEO, oh, you, they they kind of did away with that, and it made everyone seem a little more approachable. I would feel, but again, and that's fair. I feel like it's but they fair. They could have done it without it. True, they could have just said, "Oh, we just want to call everyone by their name." So Betami versus yeah. Tammy. I love how <laughs> she still made her English name from her. Mm-hmm. Um, Korean name. She was like, mm, I don't like that, but I'll try something. Right. But in other people's cases, it, that wasn't it. Like Chahyun was Scarlet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And someone was Joseph. Right. Like it just, yeah. it wasn't. Was one Alex? Up. It was just very weird, like, names. Yeah. The like, CEO know, was Brian. We, yeah. Maybe if we, like, yeah. Maybe if we Googled the names and saw what the names meant, it reflected the character. But I'm not going to lie, I've never done that. So. <laughs> I've never done that. Okay. So that's kind of it for my workplace. Uh, comments because it was and that's the good stuff the stuff that stood out to me because it was not my favorite part of the show by any stretch my oh, favorite wait, part of the show oh go ahead go ahead baby sorry just back to the workplace um what was your favorite um scene and did you like how the ending was resolved for the workplace drama so i forgot to ask that like, because you said the workplace was some of your favorite so did you like no how- no it was not my favorite stuff it wasn't the workplace no. wasn't your favorite place no oh, you must have hated how it ended then because it was like oh that's it yeah that's it that whole ex useless ex-boyfriend being the gaming manager and that whole trope or subplot uh-huh. i was like Ugh. it's so annoying this guy's so aggravating he is he's yeah. a menace a menace to all he women <laughs> oh gosh no that was not my favorite stuff my favorite parts of the show were the secondary romance between cha hyun and soju <laughs> Everyone says that. Everyone is like different stuff. Oh my god, it is the cutest thing I have ever seen. 
this role for Ijeuk um it stole my heart. He is this innocent, beautiful soul of an actor with like no agency, no manager, just like out in the wild. <laughs> He's like raw. And she is just takes good care of him. She's very protective of him, but also she's super attracted to him. No surprise there. He's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think the only thing I have in my notes that really irked me was that he actually showed up to her house drenched in the rain, literally crying because they blurred a street view image of his dead dog. And I was, I was very upset about it because I was like, a dog, like not to berate or belittle anybody that is very emotional over the loss of a pet, but it is a, it's a pet. Like that reaction was too extreme to me for him to be going on the borrow website just to see an image of his pet was too stupid. Jessica. Yes, yes, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. Hold on a second. Yeah. Like I'm not an avid pets person, but. I go on Google, I'm from Ghana, mm-hmm. so I go on Google and use Google Streets to go see my house quite often where I grew up. I would be very upset if I was not able to see my house. I get it. Would you show up drenched in the rain, still with makeup from your <laughs> from your day job on set, and cry to this oh. girl that, oh my God, they took the, my pet's face is blurred out now i can't see my pet my dead dog well uh, listen it was the react this way it was too extreme is my thing okay so let's put it this way if i couldn't see my house i would be writing google a letter (laughs) google maps a letter to be like oh my gosh where's the street view Uh in accra Uh but in his case he knew, he knew that the she direct worked, person to yeah. go to. He knew right? that she worked for, worked he for knew Borrow. That she, exactly. And she could have power. Could he have done it the next morning when he, it wasn't raining and he was done work? Possibly. But we have to understand he was also very attached to her in a sense. Mm. He was very attracted to her. He liked her. She had helped him out, and so he saw a crisis, and he's like, hey, you're the only person who can help me in this moment. So he went. Okay, I'm not going to say that you sold me on it, but I'm a little more calm about the situation (laughs) than I was before. But honestly, it took me a second to adjust. The thing that I didn't need any adjusting for was in episode 10 when he showed up to be her fake boyfriend when she's out with Betami and he's like so like entertained enthusiastically surprised when she asked him to pretend to be her boyfriend and like oh my god he's so fine the way he looked when she asked like he asked her like when did we have our first kiss and it's just like, <laughs> and like he's so committed I was living for it they set up this whole backstory between them real fast. And then he goes inside and tells the real story of how they met and made it seem like he really fell in love with her at first sight. And I was, in my notes, I just have help in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, can we also go back to, um, I think it was, was it you that, no, it was Carol that talked about the um, script reading scene where he's oh, like, God, the script reading. <laughs> 
he's just so <laughs> precious. Oh my god! Ooh. And then he hugs her. He hugs like, her. Oh, I got <laughs> because he's into the role. Yeah, he got super intense and, and scary on her, and she was like, "Whoa!" And he's just like, "Oh my and god!" This did is not terrible much- at all. Yeah, no, <sighs> guys. I I think. I think she believed him in that scene. Yeah. Like she felt like he was talking to her. Oh, yeah. She she was so lost in the moment. But him, he that solidified him in my mind mm. as an amazing lead for years to come. Mm. At such a young age to just switch. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he really looked like... Yeah, he looks scary. I will F you up. Yeah. If you try me yeah and but he's it, it also was, and then that he comedies as well like in like not to go to exactly. like a drama but Arkham the Souls when the weather's fine like he's but he's very versatile but this was the first one I ever saw him and I was like oh the, my, I'm not gonna lie my first thought was like oh my god he's so pretty yeah and then he's I was beautiful like, yeah and then and then like they him a lot lead that he on screen mm. I was like wow and like he's taller than her and you all know um either he she's is tall. quite yeah, and we all know she's quite tall as well because she used to be a model. But he's much taller than her. So even, like, visually, it goes so well. But then their chemistry was amazing. I remember, like, this was back in my Tumblr days, like, searching, like, Lida <laughs> He and her up. And then... Tumblr, Tumblr days. And then I was, like, I was going through their, like, their, like, tag together. And then someone said that, oh, yeah, he's, like, 10 years younger than her. And I was, like, wait, what? Yeah, there's, like, and a huge age that, difference. Yeah, and then I found that he was 20 when he filmed that. I was, like, what? All the women, all the women were at least 10 years older than their male mm-hmm. leads. Yeah. Which I loved. I just oh, I love a good Nuna I love, romance. I love Nuna. I love, yeah, a good I, love Nuna. I love a good Nuna romance. I I uh, I'm sorry, but I adore a good Nuna romance, and there hasn't been a good Nuna romance since Search WW. Even um now 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 we're breaking up. Yeah. The other the other drama Encounter with, I think was one. Yeah, Encounter. I liked Encounter. I loved Encounter, and okay. that made I haven't me seen a it yet. Program- that made me a pop bogum stand. Like, but I he's stunning. He's stunning. I mean, oh, Kao, Kao, Kao. Listen, Kao. I haven't mentioned Gongyu, and uh-huh. I won't. But if you roll your eyes again, I will bring up that old man. Okay. I did not roll my eyes. Uh, and, uh, excuse me. Gongyu did a drama called Biscuit Teacher, oh, which was a Nuna romance. Yes, that's an oldie. With Gong Hyo Jin. Yes. That was a good Nuna romance. Was it? Because also. he was in school and a minor and he was like hey, exactly. moves on the teacher. Hey, hey, oh. hey. As, that's as, like, that's as, like so wait, good Jessica, Nuna, Nuna as Bemi said, ethics, Oh, so metrics, now it's whatever. ethics, ethics. Now it's ethics, ethics. But before, you guys were shouting at me like, no, you have to be moral. No, stop it. <sighs> okay, so... I think the only thing that I can say about that relationship between Seo Ji-hwan and, uh, what's her name, Cha Hyun, is that she took such a long time to accept her feelings for him, and that was kind of grinding my gears a little bit, where she was like, oh, should I tell him, oh, what's going on, oh, I don't want to see you, oh, I think we should, like, you know, kind of break up, like, she's kind of breaking up with him, and... You know what I... Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay, but... Her... Okay. So episode 14, though, is when it, everything gets gets solved for me. It's because she is obviously into him. She won't take the shot. He's enlisting in the army and buying 
precious ad space so people will buy roses from the Ajima in the train station. Like he's t- like someone saved this man. He is too perfect. And long story short, they start making out in the lost and found at the train station. And I was living. <laughs> I was living for it. What, what did you guys think of that? I think that um, Chateon's character was very much someone who is scared of rejection. Because you can tell that with her, her behavior with Sung Agyong's character... She was just very, I don't want you to tell me you hate me. I don't want, so I'm not going to take the risk. Mm. I'll take the risk and, and be assertive and everything else. But when it comes to my feelings, I'm very guarded because I don't want to be rejected. Very good point. Like if it's not a sure thing, she won't mm. do it. Mm. And so she felt like this wasn't a sure thing with him until that, as you said, lost and found scene. Ugh. That, yeah. Ijo woke 10 out of 10. No wrong. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> it really was cute. Cemented, I think he really cemented, like, he cemented himself as a romantic lead. Now, I'm always in the group chat. No one does romance anymore. They need to bring back true romance. Real, hashtag real romance is my thing. Like, I, like if you go through my Twitter and you tag in hashtag real romance, I'm always talking about how there's no real romance anymore. They don't do romantic, just pure romance. Like, one on was amazing, but that was a pure romance. Like, but he, I want to see him in a real romantic drama and nothing historical because you know I can't watch historicals. You can't watch historical wow. dramas? Oh, she okay. does not. What? She does not. No. I know. What? Okay. I know, Ooh. Jessica. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. It's like so, so she's not, she hasn't started Alchemy of Souls. Oh, because, but it's not a historical, then. that's like a fantasy. Yeah. Well, my friend, my friend's watching it and she was like, it's not a historical. It's basically like a fantasy, like a Chinese yeah. um um wuxia. Yeah. wuxia yeah it's based like a chinese wuxia it and is. i was like okay but they're in historical clothing and i can't do that i'm sorry but they have short hair they don't even have the buns my friend my friend keeps calling it my friend keeps calling it inkago um inky inkyago hair because they all have like blonde hair like True. fancy eyeliner like they got they got like, box dye over there in yeah. this universe <laughs> But um, wow. I, it said 30 episodes. And I'm like, I can't do... I know. I can't do weekly and then 30 episodes. I'm sorry, Lee Joe. I will watch it just for him and only him. And I'm watching some bits on TikTok. But yeah, like... You can't watch it on sis. TikTok. That's not the same. That's how I watched Penthouse. That's how I watched Penthouse. <laughs> so that's okay, how I watch most is, dramas. This is the biggest tangent. Just to say we love Ideouk. He can basically do no wrong. Every drama yeah. he's in, he's a ray of sunshine. He's the best part. And I honestly feel like he's the and best I knew part the bullying of the show. Sc- I knew the bullying scandals weren't real. Mm. I knew it. Oh, he had a bullying scandal too? Jeez. Mm. No no one can escape a bullying scandal in K-drama no land. Okay. Is there anything else you guys would like to add about Search WWW? I have come to the end of my notes. I would like to say that I, I want to change my ratings oh. to a three soju bottles <gasps> over five. I keep mine at four. 
I keep mine at four. I but. still think it's amazing. You guys, I, you guys know I was fighting for that third couple my entire <laughs> for long. So you know, I'm not changing my rating. But I, wow. I change. I'm changing my opinion on Betami and Park Morgan. I don't think they would have lasted. I, Jessica's changed my mind. I don't think they would have lasted. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that this discussion has really shaped you guys in different ways <laughs> regarding your opinions on this show. And it wasn't, would you, I think you guys would recommend the show. I don't think I necessarily would recommend the show to people, but I think if you, I don't know, if you like workplace dramas, for sure, watch the show. I'm not a workplace drama person, so it was not my cup of tea. I don't actually recommend this show to (laughs) new, I don't recommend it to new K-drama watchers. Mm. I think you have to be a more... I don't want to say uh, I'm putting experienced in quotation marks. Seasoned. Yes, a more seasoned K drama watcher who hasn't who hasn't watched this because they probably didn't have the time or they stopped watching K dramas and they want to get back into it. I would recommend this. Mm. I think it has the same. Um, it will. It's, it has its good moments, but also has like the bits where that are uh, that antagonize you, like the romance between Beta Me and Park Morgan. Mm. But then you have the romance between EJ Wook and Lee the House character, which you just want to spur on. And I'm sorry, but my last couple, the toxic people like me, they're gonna love it. <laughs> there's something for everyone. Yeah, there's something for everyone. <laughs> love it. Okay, well, I think we've come to the end of our discussion on Search WWW. But I really want to thank you guys for coming on, spending all this time talking about Search WWW, rewatching the show. I had a blast. Oh, I'm so glad you guys had a blast. You if guys you are have always one for welcome Nuna back. Dramas, please bring Nuna me on dra- if you have one for Nuna the, Dramas. The only Nuna drama we've covered so far on the podcast is Something in the Rain, which was... <gasps> I love that drama. Very divisive. The episode was very hot. It was a hot episode between me and Caitlin. <laughs> but I encourage you to... Reach out to us and let us know at ATC Debak Pod what you guys want us to review, what Nuna romances you'd like Bemi to come back and uh, review with us. That'd be so much yeah. fun. And any political workplace dramas, something that's up, Carol's Alley, please like let us know. We had so much fun. <laughs> Carol's like, Can I make evil. one recommendation? Yes, absolutely. Beyond Evil was trash, but that's not my recommendation. Um, my recommendation is a nine episode drama called Argon mm. on Netflix. Okay. Argon is a masterpiece mm. in mm. political corruption, it's reporters. Really it, it was, it's I've really watched good. It. it has two really. seasons as well. Okay, so a tight story. Mm, yeah, really I like good. that. It's fantastic. Okay, yeah, you yeah. should, Carol. I don't know if you've listened to our Beyond Evil episode, but me and Rico covered it, and I did not quite like it as much as Rico did so that was a hot episode too <laughs> it, it it thank you Jessica yeah. so I was actually thinking about Beyond Evil and how it fell off in the second half yes that's what I said that's exactly what I said yeah, you guys should listen to it but oh my god half. yeah We're, we could stay here for another 30 minutes talking about k-dramas and what we dislike about uh Beyond Evil but uh again thank you Bemi and Carol from k-dramatics club where can we find you guys online our personal ones or everything oh yeah whatever you guys you could do the k-dramatics um k-dramatics stuff or, or your personal instagram and twitter that's wrong it's wrong k-dramatics club on tiktok instagram 
Clubhouse, Twitter. <laughs> it's okay, Femi. <laughs> okay, K Dramatics wow. Club. You can find them. I think you guys got a pink logo. It's super cute. Give them a follow. And thank you for coming on the show. That has been our review of Search WWW. I'm Jessica, and this has been the ATC Presents Deba K Rambles podcast. Make it work. You can do it right now. No, you can't do so good. Go to the oil. Make it work. Look at shooting star. I don't plan it by car. No, you said it's a war. To go on and double charger. And service near. Can you put your piece in the cut in my? And search near. Cause you're not in the middle of